The information presented in this podcast is not intended for the treatment or prevention of disease or any medical condition, nor is a substitute for medical advice. The information contained here in this podcast reflects only the opinion of the author and presenter and is in no way considered required practice. Welcome to Motivation and Muscle, the podcast that connects your brain to your brawn. Hi, this is Eric Fiorello, and I want to welcome you to Motivation and Muscle Streaming Radio 24-7. Today is the 21st of May, 2018. Um, before we go on with everything, um, obviously, we've been talking about success, the inner self, and everything that goes along with it. And I love reading this by uh, our good friend Steve Jack. It's out of Milo. Magazine. This is a real old one, too. April 1996, Volume 4, Number 1. If a tree falls. If a tree falls in the forest, are you man enough to move it? By the end of the first week of medieval lit, I knew I was in trouble. All I could handle the term papers in most of the old English. I was, however, having trouble relating to my classmates. We'd read legends of heroic knights and warriors, epic poetry of steadfast seafarers, and yet, when class dismissed, they'd prance to the sweet shop for coffee and cream puffs, while I, frothing at the mouth and battle-ready, would bolt to the nearest field to throw hammers and stones. Why? I was inspired. Inspiration is not a passive word. It's built on a Latin root for spiritus from which we get spirit and literally means breath or inhale. Yogis and pearl divers aside, there's not a lot to be gained from holding one's breath. I believe it is equally futile to stockpile one's mental arsenal and never wage war. Now back to our tree. It seems to have fallen and blocked your path. Some will no doubt stand around quibbling as to whether it actually made a sound. How about you? And, the, and in the picture is Steve, and he's lifting one after the other of the two blue stones of Old Daly in Carrick, Scotland. Um, I love that passage because I think it really, really connects to so many things in life. And there's so many people out there standing on the sidelines now, whether it's of their own volition or because others have told them, don't do it can hurt you or why bother that this is why when people are questioning did a tree make a sound when it fell i could give a shit get under something heavy get over something heavy or put something heavy over your head watch your life change and i mean change for the best and you want some change for the best go out to fearallbarbellco.com Winners and Champions, Inc., our premier product, 14 modules that's got enough material in there to last you a lifetime. Because we've been doing this at the FBC Stone and Steel Yard forever, among many other things. But I'll tell you right now, there's no bull with the stuff I put out. I do everything that I put out. I'm not some guy that hires somebody to put together a product for him who's never even done it. It's the same way when I was talking yesterday on self-image, the show that I did on my own, how many people do you see, especially in Facebook and things of that nature, you end up discovering later that either whatever they wrote 
they never did. And it goes to the same thing for a lot of people out in the inspiration field that are selling things. I found out things where a lot of these packages they put out, they never even did the work they're talking about. Well, you're never going to get that here because anything I'm talking about, I'm in the thick of it and I love it. And this is a place where you're going to get the facts and you're going to get somebody that stumbled and fallen and got back up and got hit again. The most important thing is to continue and not worry about public opinion, the public domain. And most of all, the thing you worry about is yourself. Health is paramount because if you don't have your health, all the other stuff is done. Romance, money, business, strength, power, it's all finished. So... When anybody tells you you're selfish for your strength, tell them to go to hell because they don't know what the hell they're talking about. Also, prosperity consciousness. That's on FiorellaBarbellCo.com. It's donations. It's our donation page. But you need to go out and read what prosperity consciousness is. You know, giving is great. We are masters of giving, but receiving comes with giving. And that's one of the things that has kind of cost us in a lot of ways. A lot of people have contributed. I've thanked every one of you. But I get—I know the notes I get. So if this has helped you out any of these shows, contribute. There's a $25, 50 and $100 pledge. It goes right to my PayPal account. It's a piece of cake to use. And you get something free with one. You get two freebies on the second one and two on the third. So you're getting something all the time around here. Also, too, go out to motivationmuscle.com slash category slash podcast. Um, we got our pal Don Giafardino on today coming in here momentarily. Look at all the shows Donnie and I have done over the years. Um, there's about almost 950 shows right now. We'll be up approximately four years, the end of September. The business celebrated its fifth anniversary, May 12th, this month. A lot of pride in that and much more coming. And I believe that we will be on terrestrial radio before you know it. And then we did crack the wall finally wide open. We broke the dam. And that's been what we've been up to for all these last four years. So stay tuned. Also, sign up for a free newsletter at MotivationMuscle.com. Anytime I put anything out, it goes right to my MailChimp account, and you will get it right in your inbox. Also, advertising on MotivationMuscle.com. Like I said, come on in. 30 years with us will make each other a lot of money. Get in here, and let's get going. I'm telling you right now. This has got such potential of what we're doing, and now I'm meeting a marketing. I spoke with some people today. We're setting up meetings for early next week because I've got to start work tomorrow again. So um, that's the way it is now, and that's what you got to do. You know, that's why winners win because winners will do the things that losers will not. They'll all talk how great they are in their business and what they can do and blah, 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 blah. Put the rubber to the road, fucker. That's what I say. I'm in a very aggressive mood today, folks, so be careful. That's all I'm saying because who knows what could come out. I'm trying to cool. We've really cooled language down because of all the things we're doing, especially with Etched in Stone for kids. Very important, very vital. So, But sometimes you get carried away, and today's been a great day, and I'm just like looking and eating life by the pound, let me tell you. So that's that. Um, Don't forget about our YouTube channel. Fiorello Barbell Company, real men, real strength, real power. Now, as I said, we got Donnie G. Fardino coming in, and I'm going to give you 
some information on this gentleman. Number one, he's a strength athlete, Indian club trainer, and the designer and owner of 8X Adjustable Clubs. Um, and we're going to talk about adversity dash who says. And this is going to be a very, very interesting show like they all are. But we live in a very adverse time, and people argue the fact, well, there was adversity way back when, and was it much tougher then? Well, it's two different parallels, but I will tell you this. A lot of the adversity today is caused by what you're being surrounded with and who you are hanging out with. Um, There's much more of that. There's much more media out there. And I've been doing a lot of things very interesting with a lot of the mental things. You should really go out and look at what these devices are doing. Because if, if you know, we are frequency human beings. We put out frequencies which match in the universe and come back to you. Well, a lot of this electronic stuff is screwing our frequency up now. And I'm going to get into that more and more. I'm going to do a solo show possibly by the middle or the end of the week on that. Big stuff, I got to tell you. But in that vein, Donnie, welcome back. It's great to have you. Um, anything you got, website, whatever you want to say, fire it away, and we'll get started on today's topic, brother. You got it, brother. Thank you. Uh, I'm, I'm happy to be on Motivation and Muscle Streaming Radio. I believe this is like our sixth or seventh show together. Yep. And and I love being on here. You know, everything is so great on here. It's so cutting edge. And um, for those of you that are interested in what I do, check out adxclub.com. That's A-D-E-X-C-L-U-B.com. There you can find out how I train and the implements that I train with. Um, I make adjustable exercise clubs and maces, something a little bit different than the other people make. And it's uh, it's a great way to train. That's all I'm going to stick with that. That's my shameless plug for today. Hey, that's fine. I mean, you know um – it was a it was a great invention you came up with. You know that's what I talk about. Create. You know we talk about creativity, and one of the things I've stressed with people more than anything, if you really want to get creative again, watch children how creative they are and how they do things without even thinking twice. Become an entrepreneur. Get out of the rat race and go in. It might be scary a little bit at first to a lot of people, but I'm telling you right now, most people lose their creativity by the time they're 18 years of age. Most people don't read a book after they're 18 years of age. You want to know why you're struggling? Well, I just gave you two pointers that they would have charged you for. So, Donnie, and that that all goes with everything. Um, adversity. What what is it? How do you define adversity? How you see it, obviously, you've been through a lot of things, being a multi-business owner multiple times. Um, how do you see adversity in your life, and how do you see adversity playing out today in 2018? Okay, when when I was younger, and um, you know, I didn't know much about the world, and uh, and I'm and I'm talking my late teens, early twenties, and. Um, Anytime, you know, like when I, you know, you'd want to discuss it with somebody to see what the validity of your idea is, you know, whether you want to go into business or you want to make a product or even a piece of art or something like that. And you would, you know, talk with people. Um, you might be, you might have been raised in a family that are, like, you know, like, oh, just go get a job at anything and, you know, don't make, don't make waves in the world and this is life and that's what you're dealt. But I wanted to, you know, come, get above 
what the norm was for, you know, the people in the circles that I was in. Mm-hmm. And so I would ask them, you know, what do you think about this idea? What do you think about that idea? And most people say, no, don't do that. You're going to fail at it. And, and it was an adverse thing. You know, you've got a positive, you know, I was coming to them with a positive. Right. And, and, and I was looking, you know, and, and I, in a way it's, it's, it goes back to a conversation I believe we talked about a while ago, like asking people for permission to do things that you should just do. Yeah. You know, because I, I believe we talked about that like three years ago. And, um, you know, that, you know, you don't need permission, but you want to see the validity. But you're going to meet a lot of people. Most people are geared to be negative, and that's an adversity right there. So mm-hmm. you say, hey, I got this idea for this business, or I'd like to go in and, oh, you're going to, you're going to struggle with that. Oh, people don't make much money. You know, most businesses close. 80% of businesses are failures, this, that, and another thing. And you're going to hear those things, you know, uh, coming to you, and that's adversity. Right mm-hmm. there, mm-hmm. and you know that that goes to with you know who says, right? But if you listen to yourself, and you don't ask the people, you know, if you've got something, I mean, you know, granted, if you come up with like you know a far fetched idea that just seems, you know, irrational to start with, you have to be smart enough to decipher that. But you know, if you've got a a logical idea, you know, or a logical plan, and somebody says, well, you know, you're going to fail at it. Um, it kind of makes you want to prove them wrong. I discovered that younger, the more people told me that I couldn't do something, I wanted to do it because I heard in school all the time, you have so much talent, but you're wasting your time like screwing around in school. <laughs> and I thought that was like the worst thing, to, you know, and that was adversity. You know, yep. they were trying yep. to, you know, to get me going, but I had no interest in school at that time in my life. I wanted to. I want, you know, by the time I was 14, I wanted to build things or chase girls. Right, right. You know, so, so, you know, I wanted to come up with my own ideas, my own things, and then girls took up the rest of the time. And then, you know, whatever training I was doing, which wasn't as important as it is now, you know, I see the, you know, the difference in about, even, even with weights, Eric, weights are adversity. If you want to raise your bench press two and a half or five pounds, every pound you develop to move, has mm-hmm. taunted you to move it. Yeah. So that in and of itself is adversity. So the strength that kids learn by learning about exercise at a young age and it, and sticking to it and they develop their tenacity, I, I believe that helps them, you know, conquer adversity when they meet adversity head on, when their family is saying, you know, that's not, you shouldn't go to school for that because, you know, right. of whatever. Unless you're going to make, like, absolutely no money when you graduate, like for basket weaving or something like that. Yep, yep. But, you know, if you have a legitimate thing, you know, if you want to be an actor, you know, you, I, you, that in and of itself, that family right there would say, oh, what do you want to be an actor for? That's, like, right. you know, hard to do. Right. Uh, you know, but you can find ways to do it. You know, you start locally and then grow from there. Um so, you know, adversity, I believe, fosters people, and it also helps you develop the mindset of the cliche of when life throws you lemons, make lemonade out of it. Yep. Because when I was younger, you know, back in teenage, early 20 days, I would get mad at people when they told me that. And then I started analyzing what the people were saying and why these people were saying that. You know, it might have been somebody who failed that business. It might have been somebody who was, you know, grew up dirt poor and they and they got a good job and they're they're so afraid to lose it. Or 
you know, anything, you know, where they had a negative impact and they're just shining it on you. So I believe like adversity in that a- aspect is uh, a negativity, you know, from the person or from the people that are creating the barrier, you know, and even if it's only a mental barrier to, you know, keep you from achieving your dreams. Well, yeah, I mean, look at anybody that's had adversity, I believe adversity and success walk hand in hand. You're never going to have any success without adversity. I can tell you firsthand, and Donnie has already started. Um, you want to be a business owner? I think it's, I think it, I, I encourage everybody to open a business. Whether you feel you can or you're not, some people aren't suited for it. Some are. Even when you are, though, the times are going to become at, at almost unbearable for you. Um, and that's okay because, as I said many times, you're, when, you, when you are fully in it and committed to what you do, it doesn't matter what it is, but we'll use business, we'll use weight training, we'll use stones, you can use maces, whatever it is. There's no going back to any of the old world. And, and anybody that tells you you can, go ahead and do it and see how you'll last in that old world. It's like, take this for instance. I've never, this has never worked for me, and I will never do it anyways again. And I've done it only once. Go out with somebody for a while, you know, you're quote-unquote in love, and then suddenly, after a year or so, the bottom breaks right out, and you split up. And it's not a great, you know, it's not a great split up. And then suddenly, you meet up with that person again, and the both of you are not seeing anyone, or maybe one is, but all of a sudden, the fire clicks again. I can tell you this from experience. I don't know. Maybe some people have had ma- have made out with it and had a better life, but I, I'm not a guy that can go back. It didn't work, and it was even worse the second time. And basically, all it is is you have a great month of sex, and it's done. All right. Well, yeah, that's that's like that's like the grudge thing. Like where like you know where you if you got dumped, you could turn around and say, hey, "I got you back for that little bit of time." Ha, exactly. I dump you exactly. But you know what? <laughs> that's adversity. It's total adversity. But you know what? the The point with this whole thing is this: is what I said with business and everything. Okay. Once you've got both feet in that water, and you are committed to succeeding, no matter what. It's just like the relationship. You can never go back to the old world. Meaning, I couldn't. I could. I could do it probably, but it's, I've been out of it for so long. I can never go back to the IT world. Nor do I wanna. I, I don't want to do that. I mean, the money was great, but I don't want to do it. I. You grow in different ways. You know what you want to do, and once you become an entrepreneur and you can start calling your own shots, and you're of that type of person. Um, you're never going to, you know, there's people that I could work for, you know, like I'm doing now. Um, and there's people even in the business field that I could work for, but still my heart would be in what I own and what I want to make big and strong and famous and be out there and succeed and teach people and teach people, you know, Donnie made a comment about kids and all that. Let me tell you something. I, I, I don't care for the school system at all. So the school system, to me, most of it has become just a political minefield, and I'm not going to get into that, but this is me. We've talked about this on other shows. Number one, 
you'd be taught, and you'd be taught correctly, okay? And I want people to have varying opinions, this and that. But here's the deal. There's two things that you would learn how to do in my school. Number one, you would learn how to be physical. And I would teach not only the physical, the mental, and God. Whether you like God or not, if you don't, you opt out of the class, okay? And then secondly, you would learn the value of money. You will learn how to balance a checkbook. You will learn what money can do for you, okay? Most people have this negative connotation. We've all heard the, the same thing. Money is evil. It's not evil. It's evil not to have money. It's evil to live in poverty. You want to talk about adversity? That's adversity. Living below your means, living with nothing, all right, and and I say to people, I say, well, how much do you want to make? I said, as much as the market and myself will make together. If that means ten million, great. If that means a billion, that much better. Okay, that's the way I think. And you can label, you know, the I've had people say, well, that's being greedy. I said, you have no understanding of money. No, None. Don't. None. You know, I, I've watched a fantastic show. Yeah. You know, and, and, you know, I take everything now with a grain of salt because everything is so disproven and, yep. you know, or reproven to be something different. But I watched a, I watched a biography on Andrew Carnegie. Oh, awesome and, guy. Yep. And, yeah, and, you know, when he was in his younger, you know, came from poverty, it became yeah. the greatest, greatest industrialist in the United States. And along the way, he realized that he – was using people and using, you know, basically the working class as stepping stones. Yep. And then he realized something something clicked. I don't think he was, you know, a ruthless man in a way because I don't see how you could be ruthless and then then turn around. You know, some people say, well, those robber barons were ruthless and this, that, and the other thing. But when he turned around, you know, halfway through his life, the guy – decides to start giving away his money. Yeah. And he and he prodded other industrialists, JP Morgan and such mm-hmm. and and uh, the Papa Hearst yep. to start giving away their money, you know, to charities. And uh, Andrew Carnegie built something like twenty six hundred libraries around the yeah. world. Yep. And he would build the buildings or he would supply the books to a building. But he would never do both. And he said, because you guys have to put some skin in the game, too, exactly. to make it worth it. Because if I give you everything, you're not going to cherish it. Yep. And he really was good with that. And he realized that by having these poorer people that worked for him, you know, especially in a day of child labor and stuff like that, which isn't so cool now, um, he had these poorer people working for him. But he realized these, these people realized that they were creating an empire not only for a man, but look at all the benefit. That everybody that sweat for this guy, yeah, you know, helped him get those twenty six hundred libraries out there. Get you know, helped him build the Hague. The guy built the Hague for yep. God's sakes. Yep. I didn't even know what the Hague was. I'm fifty five years old. I went to <laughs> school in America. Yep. I attended one semester of college. You know, that was yep. it. That was yep. an, it wasn't even a semester. And I had no idea what the freaking Hague was. You know, and I yep. learned this at fifty five years old. That's all right. So uh, and, and Carnegie, you know, that as yep. a as a it was bas- it's basically a church for peace. There's no denomination. Anybody can go there. But it was for peace for humanity. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, and that's where they hold World Summit meetings now when they say they're going to the Hague. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, like I, I never – and but look at the adversity he had to go through. You know, he was told 
you're a greedy industrialist. The newspapers taunted him. I'm, the, the newspapers have never really had um, a majority of people that leaned towards the right right of you know thinking. It was yeah. most people yeah. leaning towards the left. Even yeah. 150, 200 years ago, people were more you know socially yep. you know minded that were in the newspapers. Yep, and, and you know they criticized all these people. Yet, you know, they'll turn around and, and, you know, put somebody on their shoulders that, you know, you know, stole money from other people like closing down capitalists and taking their money and, and doing something with, you know. So, I mean, it's just a, you know, a terrible cycle. But I think a lot of these people wouldn't have done things, you know, their greatness wouldn't have shown through if they didn't have adverse situations sure. in their lives. They wouldn't have rose. If you just went along easy – Everything mm-hmm. would be mediocre. If you could just build something and it just you just built it and sold it or you just built it and provided it for people, it was just out there. But if if you have to overcome hurdles and obstacles, um, you know, to, to get things done. And I'm I'm not talking about just a product or, or just a, even in studying. Yeah. You know, you have to you might have to come over, you know, a, you know, a kid comes home from school and goes to a house that's like in chaos. Yep. You know, parents fighting, siblings running around like you know, like maniacs and stuff like that. The kid's got to study and wants to do good in school. That's an adverse situation. What does the kid do? The kid's going to either sit there in the house and try to study and do it half-assed. They're going to not study at all, which is the easy thing to do, and then they're going to screw up in school and they'll never get out of the situation they're in. Or the kid's going to take his books and go outside or go to a library or go and sit in the family car and study there where it's quiet and get his work done. So that's right there as a, you know, overcoming adversity. Yeah. yeah. And that little, you know, what would you call that little world of their house, of the household? Yep. Well, there's a lot, that's a a tough situation for a lot of kids. Speaking of Andrew Carnegie too, I mean, um, out of him spawned Napoleon Hill and Napoleon Hill wrote one of the best books ever, Think and Grow Rich. That was all people that were, he worked for Andrew Carnegie. That's who made Napoleon Hill what he was, interviewing Carnegie and all these industrious industrialists. You go out and read Think and Grow Rich, though there are other forms of that, but the book is absolutely incredible. Napoleon Hill, he wrote a book called The Law of Success, which is, I tell people, go out and read these books. You want to learn what, to do, how to think, how to put things down on paper, how to build poster boards with what you want. Um, there's just so many things you can learn and do. But, you know, when I said, like, we talked about adversity, who says, well, who says you can't do it? Who says you can't make that a multi-million dollar business serving millions of people? Who says that you have to hang around with XYZ to become famous, to become well known. You know what I think more than anything, especially with me now, I'd rather just plow my own way. It's great to have like, as I used to call back in Napoleon Hill's day, a mastermind group. You have one or two people that you work closely with, you talk about business, you pop ideas off each other, and that's great. But I think one of the things you have to be, and my dad was very, very um, pointed about that with me because I say it right on the show, leadership 
is the thing that's going to get you to where you want to go. And you have to constantly be a leader. If you're not going to be a leader, you're really not going to make it. There's a lot of other defining moments with it, your beliefs, your decision-making, all those things that all go in with it. But you have to become a leader. Now, once you start succeeding on your own through your own leadership, then you're going to be able to lead others. And when diversity or adversity hits... It's not going to hit you as hard as it would in the past. Because this, folks, is all development. And these things take years to do. You know, I, I can't tell you how many people have said to me, well, you've been up for four years, well, with the show. You know, you ought to be making at least, you know, 10 to 15K a month. I said, how do you know that? Have you ever opened a business? Have you ever started a business from seed? Huh? Well, no. Well, I said, how do you know? Well, you know, and that's where it ends. Because they have no more after that. See, the majority of people, if somebody said that to them, would shrink like a violet. They would shrink like a violet. Me, I've got balls the size of a whale's head, man. (laughs) I, 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 I don't, look at folks, it's not that I don't care, but I want to make something plain. If you want to do something of magnificence, You almost have to have, well, you do. You have to have this I don't care attitude about what people think, say, or do. I'm not saying I don't listen to people, but I'm also saying that I don't listen to people. Um, Because too many people, I'll get right to you, Donnie. Too Too many people have missed out on really good things in their life because they listen to others, because they were afraid of criticism, because... These adverse things, I'll tell you everybody something that I, I don't do really much anymore. I don't tell people what's going on too much with me anymore. I tell our family here because I want to give examples. If you're contemplating a business or something important, right now I'm, I'm giving you an encyclopedia of things that I'm doing things that have happened, how I got out of them, or how I'm still working on them. It's very important. But I'll tell you one thing. Whether you believe in God or not, or whomever, if you speak to or whatever, or pray to or whatever, one of the best things to do, especially when you're struggling with anything or your business or you're lifting or whatever, find something or someone, and I mean spiritually, even if you're talking in the wind, tell them what it is i'm going to tell you this if you put it out there you're going to get an answer i believe me when i tell you this there's been things that have happened to me where it woke me up in the middle of the night with the answer and i always have a pad and paper next to my night on my nightstand why because i write it down because i'm never going to remember it in four hours when i get up all right so what i'm saying to you you're better off with your concerns and things that you love to do and your and your and your um, ideas that you have for the future and keep them to yourself rather than tell most people because they're going to shoot you down every time. So if you're going through adverse times, why put more adversity on top of you? Go ahead, Donnie. It's yours. No, you're 100% right. Um, people, you know, the, the adversity usually comes from people who don't dare. They just go through life. They just take every day, you know, and they just do it. And they're the people that, and I've said this a thousand times before, they just, 
you know, will shake their head. Oh, that's life. What are you going to do? Right. Because they go through life. They don't create a life for themselves. And especially for the young kids. Mm -hmm. if, you're, if you're under 20 years old and you're listening to this, do whatever you want and whatever it takes to do whatever you want. And I'm not saying, you know, go out and live in the rainforest and make videos and come <laughs> back, you know, and try to make money like that. But do something, you know, that's that's structurally sound, that's, that's that, you know, that's a rational concept. And work it to death. Yep. You know, whether it be go to school and you're the first person that's going to college in your family or if it's – you know, developing a product or if it's starting a business or if it's starting a club, you know, don't let other people who don't do anything other than just simply show up for their 40 hours and punch a time card. We'll call them the ham and eggers. Yeah, you absolutely. Know, they're the salt of the earth, but, but you're not going to find enough inspiration or enough, you know, backing. So you might as, like you said, keep it quiet to yourself yep. and just... And, and just, you know, do your own thing because the people who don't dare are the ones that say you can't. They Absolutely. They always point the finger first and say, look, you failed or you're going to fail because I failed. And you know what? I, I've failed a million. I've lost more businesses than I've I've made money at have owning businesses. I got to say that. Um, and I worked half of my life for myself. Mm -hmm. So... Um, you know, right there, you know, like I'm still, I'm still doing it. Yeah. And, you know, like you said, you know, people think just because you own a business, you, you should be doing good. That's, that's the wrong misconception. That's, that's adversity right there. Yeah. You know, people's perception. Oh, you're a business owner. You know, like when I, when I was single and I told people I was, told women I was a business owner, they're like, hi. <laughs> yeah. You know, but, yeah. but you tell them you work for somebody and you got a good paying job and they're like, oh, okay, you're not so special anymore. When I was working for somebody at that time, I was making sixty grand a year. Yeah, yeah. When I was when I was not, you know, when I had my own business and I was single, I was making like twenty five thousand dollars a year. But they, oh, he's a business owner, you know. Right, like, right. The perception of the general population don't use that as a barometer for your successes. The general population is just there, even though we're part of the general population. The masses think one way and very few people think another way. That's why there's very few business owners. That's why there's very few inventors. You know, there's very few authors. Otherwise, if it was simple and you could just put your ideas out there, anybody would do it. Yeah. And, and also, you know, the ad adversity, you know, comes in many forms. You know, it could be society against you. Yeah. I mean, look at all the adverse things that are going on now. You know, pro-gun control, uh, you know, con-gun control, against gun control, you know, just uh, those are things that are in the media right now. And, you know, you can offer some semblance of a solution a lot of times, and people don't want to hear it because they're so stuck on their point, and that's what they've been programmed to say due to either personal beliefs or party affiliation, you know, things like that. Yeah, but and, you, you also got to remember this. I've said this on a few shows. I, now, I'm not a guy that watches any of that. Very little, listens to very little of it. That If that's going to shape your life, okay, you're not going very far. And when you hear, and when you hear people constantly obsessing on, on things like that, who do you, who do you, whose mind are you going to change other than your own? And then 
It's like everything. You get stuck in the quicksand, and you are not going anywhere anymore. And this is what's happened. This is what's happened all over. Life, for some reason, has taken on this context of, I've got to be political. I've got to be against this. i got to be for this. Well, you know what? That's been like since the beginning of time. Whether it was this much beforehand, probably not because you don't have the amount of media that runs now. But you know something? We just got done talking about, well, we're still talking about adversity and all these things. Here's the surefire way to fail your whole life. Here's the surefire way to be very unhappy. Here's the surefire way to lose friends forever. And here's the surefire way to not go anywhere. Keep doing the things you're doing. Keep being part of this baloney with the media. Keep on your 24-7 news cycle. You know, people that were friends of you have a differing opinion. Now you don't want anything to do with them. I'm telling you right now, yeah, that's adversity. But that's been that's adversity that's been created for you to distract you from the things either that are going on that you should be thinking about or more than ever, the things that you should be thinking about yourself. I'm telling you right now, I've said this before, and this is very important. You need to turn off your devices, everything, at least once a week. Go outside. Go out and exercise. Go for a walk. Sit in the sun for a half an hour. Hey, here's a novel thing. How about going and talking to your neighbor? A friend of mine I met the other day I hadn't seen in a while. He doesn't live that far from me. He said on his street, they've had a lot of houses that were up for sale and sold. And they had a pretty friendly street. He said, now he goes, there's only a couple people I'd even talk to you on the street. No one has anything to do with anybody. And I said, this is from all this media all the time. There was a thing on yesterday I heard a guy saying, "There's the new trend is now parents. They're so busy all the time they don't have time to eat and when they eat they're eating standing up i said how goddamn ridiculous man how friggin ridiculous you're that vital you're that important that you have to stand now or you don't have time to eat what would i say in the beginning here if you don't take care of your health you're all done so when you so when you fall down on your face or you collapse or they tell you you have you're now diabetic, or you have heart disease, or whatever, and you're going to be crying. And what do I do? And all that. It's unfortunate. The majority of people, and we're talking adversity again. They do nothing for themselves until here we go. Until something happens to them. It, until that bad yeah. news comes in. Yeah, and and that but see this is all perpetuated by how we all live, most of us until you get away from it. I'm telling you right now, this is and I did shows with Steve Cotter. I've done singular shows. I've done shows with Dr. Wong, multiple people. And this is the truth. If you're not building yourself from the inside out, and you're trying to build yourself from the outside in. You're going down. Okay. And you're going to go down hard. Either you'll go down hard or you'll go down permanently. I get notes from people. What do you mean? I said, go out and listen to the shows. Go out and listen to the shows. I don't need anything from the outside. Because what I'm creating 
on the inside is attracting from the outside and matching my belief. All right, Donnie, it's yours. Okay, so so everybody, pretty much everybody that's listening is already exercising or thinking about exercising, right? So we've got we've got like a um, an audience that everybody does the same things that we do, and we're lifting for health, for strength, etc. Um, exercise has come to have adversity. Look in the school systems how they're taking PE. Yep. And out. all of the creative classes, the shop classes, art, music out of schools. And these were the foundations, you know, for mind, body, and, and, and let's say spirit. We'll put spirit in there too, whether you're religious or not. You have to you have know, spirit. You, you have gotta to. have spirit. You gotta have some, you know, you know, in, inside faith that things are gonna work out good and that you're, you're not just toiling away for just to get through another day. Mm-hmm. And, and, um, you know, when the school system takes out one of the key components to childhood development, which is exercise, and they're telling you you don't need it. Look at the adversity that, that's going on there. And yet, on the other hand, we have a medical system that is so antiquated, they are just realizing within the past 10 years that people need to start moving after operations. People need to start rebuilding their bodies. People need to start losing weight. Doctors mm-hmm. wouldn't tell people to lose weight. Here, take this pill for your cholesterol. You know, and now they're starting to change the way that they think, you know, and it's taking years. And it's not because of new science. The science has always been there. Mm-hmm. It's because what they wanted to adhere to. Sometimes adversity is created to, to, to perpetuate an agenda. Yep. You know, which could be something in the school system, create, you know, overweight, uh, sickly people that'll be plugged into the medical system for the rest of their lives. You know, we're looking at the first generation that is not going to outlive their parents. No, definitely how, not. How messed up is that? You know, like, why isn't this setting up a red flag? Because there's some type of adversity, somebody, either their ego they can't back down on this, you know, cutting the exercise out of schools. It's either somebody's ego that's still in power in that board of education, or it is, you know, a, a follow the money thing where it's paying, you know, getting you plugged right into the medical system. I mean, childhood obesity has, has risen, childhood diabetes, and I'm talking diabetes, type 2 is the one that, that is, right. is from a bad lifestyle, correct? Right. Yeah, well, that, yeah, yeah, definitely, without that a doubt. That is rising like, like, like the tide, you know, like that is, it, why, why aren't doctors being alarmed about this? Because there's adversity to making kids exercise. Oh, well, that's cruel to do to a child. Why would a child want to sweat? Why would it? And then, you know, again, you got to get the parents involved. And, you know, they're so busy. You know, everybody re- says that they're so busy. You know, that, they're not that, busy. They're not that busy because there'd be a hell of a lot more being accomplished in this country if everybody was that busy. You know, yeah, and, yeah. and yeah, I gotta no. say, I'm gonna put a plane out there like that. You want to fight me on it? Go ahead. You know, you got my email. It's DonniePizza at, at gmail dot com, and you could send me all the hate mail you want. I don't care. But yeah, I'll tell you. You know, like if people were that damn busy, you know, there, there, this country would not have any flaws. There'd be no adversity. No, no, <laughs> there wouldn't no. be any adversity. No. So you know, if you have these things that are societal adversities, uh, ad- adversities from even your own religion, your own beliefs, you know, are, are, are holding people back. 
And uh, as, as long as you're not hurting anybody, you know, do the things that you need to do to get ahead in life, to grow as an individual, you know, regardless of what the masses say. They aren't all that smart. No. Think about it. They're not everybody out there. Like you said, you know, people say, oh, you've been in business for X amount of years. How come you're not making 10K a month? Mm-hmm. You know, what do they know? They don't know anything. They know just what they're told. They know what they're programmed to hear. Yeah, well, that that's okay because, you know, most of those people are left in the dust anyways. And, you know, I, I just think this, um, it's, it's unfortunate, but everything is conditioning and repetition. And if you're repeating what you're hearing, if you're, um, if you're doing the same thing over and over, we know, well, it's like anything. You're going to get good in it, whether it's good for you or bad for you. That's why the gym, where whatever you do in it, and if you take it serious and you have constructive goals that are short-range, mid-range, and obviously long-range, and you're going to have adversity with it, it teaches you how to deal with it. It teaches you how to overcome it. And that's the main thing of this show. You know, when I said, who says, well, that's right. Who says you can't go out and lift a 400-pound stone? Who says you can't bench X number of, of iron? Who says you can't squat? Who says you can't run a marathon? All right? The problem is, folks, take responsibility and take the shackles off yourself. Because no one, you know, let me put it this way. You've got to live with you. That's the bottom line. You know, you used to hear, I used to hear this all the time. Can you look in the mirror and like yourself? Well, most people are going to say no. They're going to find something they don't like about themselves. Read read anything, read Maxwell Malt's famous book, um, Plastic Surgeon. I remember the, the one excerpt of it. A girl had a nose job. Her nose was really bad. And it talks about the self-image, okay? And he did the surgery, beautiful nose the whole deal how do you like your new nose and her response was i still feel ugly all right that's what i'm talking about that is where we are right now you know the self-image how do we handle the adversity how do we get away from the ones that are constantly trying to take us down how many people how many things have i read you know, the old line is this, and it's true. Walk through any cemetery and listen to the regret in the air. Because, and why did a lot of this happen? Because we were too damn concerned what people thought about us. Yep. And I, it, I, I, go I ahead. agree with that 100%. That is, you know, that the cemetery analogy, that is, you know, that is, that is hitting the nail on the head, Eric. And, yeah, and, and we were our own, you know, with the girl with the plastic surgery. We were our own worst critics. So self adversity is something that we have to overcome, also. Yeah, it's a it's a self hatred, Donnie. It's yeah, you know, and, and people shouldn't feel that way. I, every single person that's listening right now, if you don't like yourself at any given time of the day, or if you never, if you didn't like yourself at one way or another, don't think that way. Look at yourself and say, you know, this is you. You know, you've got a chance to be to go out, and every single one of us has this chance. Whether you're poor, rich, you're you're beautiful, you're ugly, you're fat, you're skinny, whatever, man, woman, whatever, we've all got a chance 
to make someone's life, and I'm going to use your mom's quote about yep. just a simple smile at someone. Yep. Not a cheesy, creepy grin. Yeah. But, you know, like a, a, a smile when you acknowledge someone. Exactly. Say thank you or, or please or if, or if the person that's at the counter doesn't engage you. You know, engage that person. Don't be adverse to them either, you know. And and so you're you're creating a better personality for yourself. And all of a sudden you start, you know, like you said it a million times. You do something good for somebody. Yep. It fills up. What do you, if, if you go and do something good for somebody during the day and then you go work out, it's the best workout you ever had because your body is alive. You felt good. Yep. Whether you realize it or not. Someone throws negativity at you. If there's adversity that's coming at you, you know, dodge it. Dodge yeah. It. You know, dodge if, if it's not constructive, dodge it. If it's something that you need to handle, like you have an issue with a certain thing and you need to resolve it, yep. meet it head on. Yep. And think to yourself that, listen, I can handle this problem. I can do it. I can change someone's mind even. Yeah. You know, with 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 that with that type of thinking, just to make yourself grow as an individual or to perpetuate your own dreams. Yeah. Well, you know, I wrote yesterday. Besides putting up self image on my motivation muscle, I wrote the prelude basically to it out on Fiorella Barbell Company, and I and I did a, a article called. Did you know? I'm going to read this because I think it's that important. And you should go back and reread this and go listen to Self Image because so many of the things Donnie and I are hitting on today, they everything weaves into everything. This and this is how it goes. Did you know? Did you know that you're more powerful than you ever thought? No, you probably did not because of all the years of the negative program programming we are surrounded by just like a fingerprint there are no two alike it's the same for you and i we are all unique and there's no one like us on this planet we are we are our own individuals capable of great things here's a great tip for everyone to really think about and put into massive action today and every day into the future Plant that prosperity seeds between your ears and watch how quickly life will begin to change for you in such a positive direction. All you have to do is make that decision to change and be as persistent as possible for the rest of your life. As the line says, out with the old and in with the new, please give that phrase some serious thought. Now, and then I just talked about how that went into the new podcast titled Self Image. Now, Look, very simple stuff there, but highly overlooked and not taught. You're not going to be taught things like that unless you've got parents or uncles or aunts or you've got teachers. Where does this all come from with me? Obviously, it's always going to start with my brother Jimmy, the Incredible Hulk, my mother and father and my family. You know, I was very and still am very fortunate for all I have. But you know what? The bottom line was the best thing I ever did at 10 years of age. I started learning physical culture and went from a kid with a wooden bench and leaky sand weights to a guy, if you've seen my place, anybody has, your jaw will drop to the ground. And I have not been able monetarily because of other um, circulation things I've had to do 
you know, uh, there's probably five pieces of equipment that would have been built by now, but they'll get done. Um, you come back here, you know it's the real deal, and it's a thrill ride, believe me. But I'll tell you one thing, if you're faint of heart, the shit will scare you about three-quarters of the way up the 95-foot driveway. That's the idea of it. The idea is to already create in your mind, what's here? Do I got the gonads to hang here? Can I do this? Will I do this? Will Eric tell me I can't? Or who is to tell me that I can't? And... Where will this take me? How many situations am I going to meet up with? And how am I going to handle them all? And let me tell you, in a nutshell, that is the essence of you fighting the fight against adversity. And don't be afraid of adversity. Adversity is good. It's good to see how much stronger you get. You know, it's it, when I go out there and I get throttled by things sometimes, and yes, I do, folks. Most guys won't tell you that. Most girls won't because they always want to act like, hey, you know what? I'm the strongest in whatever and nothing ever happens to me. If anybody tells you that, turn around and cut tail and do not give them a dime. I tell you, honestly, I've been out there and gotten throttled so bad. I've talked on shows where I've thrown plates right against the wall, whatever, uh, shut the door down said I'm never coming back. I wouldn't even be halfway down that driveway and I'd be thinking about the next workout. See, this is the beauty of things. This is the beauty of being a human creature that that can just wreck shit when they want it. But you know what? Then that stuff takes you and puts you on your knees. And you know what? I, like a lot of people, need that. Because it, the worst thing you can always say, and you want to be positive, but you can't always do it. Sometimes things happen, circumstances. But the idea from it is, is to take that circumstance and the next time or the next time after, you go in there and basically you put your hand right through that cement wall and say, I got you today. You get under that bar. You get you, whatever you're doing. You talk to it like, and it is human. Because I'm telling you right now, everything from a mace right down to a stone vibrates. Yes. It's vibrational, folks. Speak to it. Talk to it. If you think I'm kidding, talk to it real nice and watch what's going to happen to you, too. Go ahead, Donnie. Take it. You know, you, you hit on a good point. you you got to welcome adversity. If you had everything, it, like it just magically appeared, you know what I'm saying? Like everything yeah. just went easy for you. What type of character would you have at the end of, say, 50 years of everything, you know, just appearing for you? You'd have nothing. You'd have nothing. You would have. You would be a very, you know, very few people would be able to develop their character, you know, from that. But the tenacity and just the fact that, you know, we don't live like looking over our shoulder anymore, and and, and you know, waiting for, uh, you know, like a wild animal to, you know, knock us down and, and kill us, or, or you know, it's it. We don't have to go out and hunt anymore. You know, for our, our food, you know, our, our culture, our lifestyle has become so modernized and mechanized, you know, where, you know, sometimes adversity is the only thing that can challenge certain people. You know, and, and that is a growth in itself, too, to take the adversity, like you said, you know, to be humbled by something. Yep. And then, and then regather your thoughts you know if you got to get angry for two minutes you know initially or if you can you know keep your cool and then regroup your thoughts and then 
rebuild off of that adversity. Use the adverse situation as a positive. Mm-hmm. And, you know, again, it goes back to making lemonade, you know, which is kind of corny, but it, it's true. I, I, people that are in um, the Mason Club world kind of know that I had a little bit of a, you know, like a, I don't want to say falling out, but uh, there was a little bit of something going on that I didn't want care to be involved in that I was getting dragged into, mm-hmm. and I and and I viewed that as an adverse thing, and I could say, well, you know, I I was fifty fifty on this, you know, yep, I, I yep. was I was very middle of the road on it, and um, I, I chose to keep my mouth shut, but I handled the adversity that I felt was coming towards me. In a way, you know, in a private, quiet way, without letting, you know, without embarrassing people or doing anything like that, you know, because of a certain situation. Um, I, I deemed it as it was an adverse effect. It could have affected my business drastically. Well, that's, yeah, that's the thing. Right. And, and um, I, you know, and I could have, and I could have very easily mouthed off about it, but I'm not going to sit and point the finger because I'm not I at the time I wasn't the man in the arena. Yep. I would have been I would have been a um what do you what do you call the uh the uh um uh, I would have been a victim of circumstance basically. Yep. And yep. and you know it, 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 I couldn't afford to have done that. So, you know, I had to make a decision and it was, you know, an adversity that I had to overcome. I could have kept my mouth shut and you know been a puss and you know just quietly went along and went with everything even though I didn't believe in what was going on or I could have you know mouthed off about it and you know risked attack and looked stupid in front of people on social media which you know things like that shouldn't be happening yeah well I, I look here's the bottom line we, we were talking about this a little offline it's your business number one and you gotta decide where you're gonna go with it, who's gonna be with you or who is not. You know, Clint Dard made a great comment to me a few years back. He said, you know, and you know, he's a guest on here and I, I think I think the world of him. And he said to me this. He said, the way you're doing things, the way you're moving at lightning speed all the time, he said, you're gonna have a lot of people that are gonna drop off. And I said, What do you mean? He said it's mainly because they probably can't understand what you're doing right now, not see the future, the way you're changing things. And he said, that's going to be something you're going to meet up with quite a bit. And he was right. Um, that's the way things work. And as you said with your business, I'm the same way. You get you meet up with a lot of people, and I don't think their intentions are bad, but a lot of them don't come through, at least with me. You know, it might go for a little while, and then suddenly there's a blip or whatever. And I'm a guy that's committed for the long term. I'm not here to, you know, let's just say they make 50, 60K a year. That's great. But I want to I wanna do 100 times of that, all right? And when you talk like that and think like that, that unnerves a lot of people. They're not sure or, you know... If they don't come through, you know, we're, we're you know, one thing I, I, I'm big on more than ever now is time. Um, I'm not going to waste your time. Please don't waste mine. Um, and I know people say, oh, boy, that's no, it is the way to do business because there are people out there 
that want to do business, that want to be in allegiance with you, that, you know, in my opinion, they have valor, they have honesty, and most of all, you know, when you're in like that, um, it's not only an honorable thing, but you really have to have um, a way that you're always going to be true to one another. It's very important because if I even get a sniff of something like that now, right or wrong, it's done. All right? Because you can't put yourself, you know, we're talking adversity. You can put yourself in a situation where it could bankrupt your business. So, and, and you know, I've had people that have offered, you know, we'd like to make this for you with your label on it. Well, you know, okay, I'll send you some. Now it's a month down the road. I still haven't gotten it. Guess what? We're not doing business because you can't deliver to me. I'm going to put my name all over your stuff, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, and they order it, and it doesn't come for a month. Who do you think is going to be getting the, the emails and the phone calls? Me. You can go and do whatever you want, but it's FBC and M&M that are going to take the financial hit. So anytime you get into something... If you don't feel right with it, you know, as you say, listen to that inner voice I talk about all the time. That could be God. That could be your deep beliefs. It could be all together. If you're if you're feeling things like I'll say a red flag, you need to listen to that. You need if it tells you this is no good. I don't care. Maybe nine times out of ten, it's right. Maybe that one percent, it messed up. But you know what? It's going to save you nine times out of ten. I would be more than happy to stay with it. And that's how I conduct everything now because, like I said, I'm a big timekeeper now. I don't have time to fool around at all. If you want to do something and you're legit and you're an honorable person, let's talk. But if you don't, have a good life. Like, you know what I mean? Drop off and go do something else. I'm fine with it. Go ahead, Donnie. Um, I'll tell you right now, um, summarize everything. Give out all your info. Uh, take your time. I'll give out mine. Hang on the line, and we will talk very soon in the near future. You got it. Okay. So, you know, if there's any one thing that people can take away from this is, you know, I hope that it produced a positive message to everybody to actually meet your adversities or deal with them and not shrug away from them because right. this is character building. And there's so much lack of character that is that is, you know, prevalent these days. Um, you know, build your build your inner self, just like you know Eric said earlier. Build your inner self. The outer self will show, you know, something different as you change. Every time you build yourself, it'll it you'll 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 just you know radiate positiveness. Mm-hmm. And this is the way you've got to and and meet your adversities. You know, meet your challenges. All those challenges that come. Adversity is challenge. Don't shrug away from it. Go right at face first into it. And say, and if it's people that are just negative and they have nothing to contribute, their their adversity is that they never dared. Right. So they they they're, they're, you know don't listen to them. Don't listen to them at all. That's that's the only thing I can say. Um, you know, if you guys want to check out my my equipment, go to adxclub.com. and I'm on Facebook all the time under Don Joffredino and also at Adex Club. So you guys can find me there. I also have a YouTube channel that you guys can look at and, and you know, you know, get some get some ideas of how to train, do different types of training or a different way of training, different modality of training. 
So, you know, I hope you, I hope you take the time to look at that. And it's been a pleasure to be on Eric's show again on Motivation and Muscle Streaming Radio. Yeah. Thanks, Donnie. Um, and one last thing, too. We talked about it during the show. Um, kids, you got nieces, nephews, sons, daughters. You got kids on the street that, you know, they, they know you work out. They admire you. They're, they're, they're in tune. You need, you know, talk to them. You know, um, you don't have to force anything on a kid. They're pretty sharp. But, you know, I, I, as I say with the kids in my family, the nieces and nephews, it's like um, I, want, I, I want to constructively just give them like a little nudge all the time, whether they see it or not. You know, like when we said with the show, who says you know, they'll come up to you and talk to you about things, and, I, and I'll say things like, well, who says you can't do this or you can't, you know, uh, it's very important, folks. And I'm telling you, you know, I say that stuff about with my mom when, when we talk near the end and when we talk about five words can change your life. Never think that can't happen because I'm telling you right now, someone is always listening to you. None of us can ever be perfect. I know that, myself included. I slip a lot of times. But the majority of times, I'm thinking about what I'm saying, especially out in public. Donnie can attest to it, whether they know him or not. You're a business owner. And you know something? Stuff that's not good you're saying or doing can fall back on you. As my pop always said, Never disgrace your name. Never bring shame to the family. I'm telling you right now, they don't talk like that, but that's an Italian thing. It's probably a lot of other ethnic groups too, but my dad, uh, many things he talked about, but he used to hammer that point home too, so it's very important. Uh, This is Motivation Muscle Streaming Radio 24-7. Go out to... FiorelloBarbellCo.com. You want something that's going to really teach you about adversity and you're going to knock the socks off everything you've ever done. Winners and Champions, Inc. Also, Prosperity Consciousness. That's our donation page. Donate. We'd appreciate anything as we keep moving forward. As Rocky says, it's how, what can you take? How much can you take in keeping and keep moving forward. As he said, that is how winning is done. And he said that one of the greatest quotes ever among many, you know, if you let it, life will beat you to your knees and keep you there if you let it. Those are things, this is what we're all about. We don't We don't care. You, we've all been knocked on our ass or knocked down on our knees, but there isn't one of us who hasn't gotten up. And the day we don't get up, we're finished. Because I'm telling you right now, when you love things that much, you can't be any other way. And I think that is the greatest way to live ever. And I feel for people that won't take the chance out of themselves and get knocked down. Or the ones who get knocked down once and, oh, it's not for me. Don't be like that. Be a winner, not a quitter. Be a winner. Also, too... Um, go, let's see, uh, go out to motivationmuscle.com slash category slash podcast. Go out and listen to all the shows Donnie and I have done. This show will be up no later than Wednesday. I've got a meeting in a little while. Um, I've got stuff to do tomorrow. I got to train. There's a lot of stuff to do, but it, I'm going to try to poke it in in the next two days. And if I got time tonight and I'm feeling real energetic, it might even go up tonight, but it'll be up in the next few, two and a half days. Um, 
Also, too, MotivationMuscle.com. Sign up for a free newsletter. Also, advertise with us. Also, go out to our YouTube channel, which is Fiorello Barbell Company. Real men, real strength, real power. Um, if someone, well, no, I'll start with this. If there's a show you like Donnie and I to do, Fiorello Barbell at NICAP.R.com. Also, too, um, we're on iTunes and Stitcher. Give us a five-star review. That's what we've gotten. We appreciate it. We're on AHA, which is a high directory. You can get M&M in your car 24-7. If someone seeks you out in the gym or the concrete jungle, never be afraid to give them five words of inspiration. I'll tell you, you know, Donnie talked about it, and I did. I've said this on shows. It's hilarious. You know, most people, they look down or whatever. I'll say to people, well, good morning, and they're like startled. Some will say, hello, you know, others will be just like a grunt. Others will start and we start a conversation. It's absolutely amazing. So never be afraid to say hello to someone. You know, I mean, it's just, I think there's a lot of lonely souls out there. And words can, words have power, folks. I said that on on my last uh, podcast before we did self-image yesterday. Words have power. As my mom said when we were kids, never be afraid to say hello to someone or give them a smile for that day. That might be all they get. And that is the God's honest truth. I've had friends of mine tell me they talked to people that were suicidal, literally, when they talked to them. They had thought that the world just caved in on them and there's nowhere else to go. I can't even imagine that, even on my worst day, when you're feeling your lowest of lows. Um, What an awful way to be. But, you know, hopefully we meet people like that and we can help them out. Also, too, if you're going to lift it, bend it, break it, twist it, press it, pull it, push it. If you're going to lift stones, turn them into dust. And the great Hoosa Steel Stone Crusher, which I'll be lifting and walking tomorrow, in blood red domination, we dominate the path, we clear cut it, and we don't follow anyone's dominate, obliterate, and dent everything in your path. No one will ever clip our balls, and as Russell Fur says, when I hear your shows, I swear there's testosterone dripping out of my speakers. Always, always, always. Frank Klein, my greatest business college professor, repetition, repetition, repetition. Quitters never win, winners never quit. My pop, be a leader, not a follower. Be a leader, not a follower. Leadership is key. John Ridge, the greatest uh, chiropractor I've ever had, he'd walk every patient in the door no matter how busy he was, and he'd say, keep smiling. I'm telling you, those two words are incredible. In August, we'll come up to four years of uh, losing John. i got to tell you, Fridays are never going to be the same for me. I miss John and my dad, obviously, and Frank. They were three of the the most remarkable men I've ever met in my life. And I wish they were all here physically because they'd be on with me and you would enjoy the hell out of them. Let me tell you, they were great. So keep smiling. Be a steward of strength. Don't stand on the side of the road and watch the world go by. Tell a hundred or more of your friends we're coming because we won't kick your door in. We will blow the roof off your house. Join us for the next 30 years, the revolution, the family. It is real. It is authentic, and we want you in it. Bring your kids. Bring your friends. Tell your friends about us. Spread this show like fire everywhere. Les Brown, you all have greatness in you. We take it two steps further. We believe in you, and we got your back. 
I don't know many people that ever would put a pledge out like that, but that's us. We're we're not like anybody else. We are extraordinary, not ordinary. Donnie, thanks for being on. A great show. We'll get this up. Um, we'll spread this to the masses. And, um, you know, I say it, and I'm going to be the one to say it. This is going to end up becoming one of the biggest things people have ever heard in the next five years, believe me. And we hit terrestrial soon, or radio stations like the trend is going. I'm telling you right now, look out. The grenade blew out, and it's coming, man. So thanks for being on, brother. Thank you for having me on, Eric. You are welcome, Donnie, anytime. So for Donnie G. Fardino, this is Eric Fiorello. Remember this. The world is asking something of you. Why don't we all go out and do something? Spread strength everywhere. Your health, your health, your health, your health. Because without health, you have no wealth, however you want to clarify it. So go out there and do something, because I mean it. And remember this. You're all winners, you're all champions, and you are all unstoppable. When you can think like that all the time, I'm telling you, The world is going to be the best place. Everything you touch is going to turn to gold. So for Donnie G. Fardino, this is Eric Fiorello. Like I said, this will be up in the next day or two and a half days. We'll get it out. Um, I hope you like it. Spread it to your friends because we really enjoy doing this. So have a great week, everybody. Go out and do something magnificent. And remember this. Stay tuned because the best is yet to come. Have a great week, and we will talk to you soon, and thanks for listening. Thanks so much for listening to Motivation & Muscle, the podcast that connected your brain to your brawn. We'll We'll see see you next time. time.